Hey Soap fans, welcome to the very first bonus episode of the show. So I've actually never done that before, but I just wanted to take time to just dedicate to my soap opera fans and lovers like myself. So I actually grew up watching soap operas like since I was young with my mom. So I've watched a lot of them. I've watched a little bit of All My Children. I watched One Life to Live, Fall in the Beautiful, Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and I've peeped in on Days of Our Lives here and there. Um, Bald and Beautiful, Young and the Restless, and GH have been my main staples most of my life. But right now, I'm kind of turned off on Bald and the Beautiful. So my main focus is GH and Young and the Restless. So we're going to jump in and start with GH. So I'm glad that TJ is now home. And let me preface this statement by saying I have not seen the April 13th, Monday, today's episode yet. So I'm just going to go with what I've seen over the last week and everything of that nature. So yeah, I'm so glad that TJ is home. I'm glad that he's well. Some people thought he might be drugged out by Cyrus. And I mean, you know, he's a drug pusher, so it makes sense. But I'm glad he's well and safe. Now, will TJ be able to just pick up where he left off? I don't know and you know soap opera land things are gonna get messy things are gonna get crazy and we know that Molly had a one night stand with Brando but I mean if you look at their scenes she was sparkling and she was into him honestly truly like she called it a mistake because yeah like she loves TJ that's who she's known all of her life but she sparked and I think she feels a little something for Brando I mean of course not anything remotely to what she feels or has felt for TJ but there's a little something there and I don't think the show is going to drop it I definitely think something's going to happen and it's going to be explored I hope Molly's not pregnant or anything but you know you never know so and also if you want to add in there I believe that Brendel has a thing for her because when she said it was a mistake it was apologizing and going on and on about TJ he looks you know disappointed so I definitely don't think that's the end there and I'm actually excited for Molly to get a storyline again and even the new TJ I'm interested to see where this goes so speaking of relationships and problems sam and jason my thing is and i mean i guess it is kind of a backward slide for the character of sam because she is more about her family and you know her children when she was with drew but now like she just ready to throw all that away just to have like these little moments with jason and it's like you know i get it y'all were away for like a long time but even when jason first came back like you weren't rushing to him like that it took you a while to get back to him so it's like you know you can be without him and then again it's your kids do what you have to do for your kids is it fair no it's not but you've been through a lot of things that aren't fair you lost your baby lila with sunny a lot of things aren't fair you know your brother danny like didn't he have like autism or something and then he got killed i think it was when the outbreak happened or some like major storyline or whatever but yeah i mean it's your kids do what you have to do i get it and i say this as someone who is like an OG J Sam fan like I love Jason and Sam in the beginning but I think something is just off now in terms of the relationship now that Steve Burton's back it's just not the same but still just her I don't like how she was acting and the whole like tantrum and throwing things like it's just so unnecessary it's just for a little bit of time you've been apart from him longer before even when he's been back after being presumed dead so you know just do what you gotta do girl <laughs> keep it moving so anyway we had that carly centric which is really a nell centric episode and i have many thoughts they are really trying to redeem nell and i mean i get it i mean i think the actress i think she's great at what she does and i hate Nell, but that's when you know somebody's doing their job right when you feel something towards them whether it's intense love or intense hate they're doing what they're supposed to do and that's the mark of a great actor or actress so she's doing that but I feel like if you wanted to make her someone that can stick around the, the canvas long term, 
you should have made some leeway with her you shouldn't just make her be like just so annoying to the audience you know what i'm saying like you just should have thought about it better like there's helena like helena was a character she was a villain but you love to hate her you love seeing her appearances now and i mean that's in part due to the brilliance of constance towers but it's also how they wrote her how they wrote for her character is she redeemable no but you don't care you know it's just you have to be careful and delicate how you write a character to make the audience want to deal with them long term you know but her reign of terror was just so atrocious and annoying and it just it doesn't make sense i mean she believes the lies of her father who probably adopted father and we'll get inside a little bit later after he sold her kidney and all these different things and it's just like why like all of her motives none of it rings true none of it makes sense at all and those things make it hard to root for her and that episode didn't change anything for me and I think it was supposed to but it didn't okay Carly saw her as a kid and why would Carly supposed to take care of you she's not your biological sibling she's not your mother like I don't get it so it didn't work for what they were trying to do I get what they were trying to do but like I said it just didn't work so there's that so the major thing about that was of course the takeaway that Nell is Nina's daughter because she had on the little half heart necklace in the flashback and I mean people started suspecting that because of course her taking on this role at Crimson with Nina and I mean she worked with Nina before in the past so I will say that with this it's not something that came out of nowhere there were seeds planted that you know the storyline can make sense with it in that way some people wonder if if Nell and Willow are going to be like twins of Nina's and I would like that storyline better that not only do you have one daughter Nina you actually have two and they're polar opposites I think that would make for even better drama I think of course like they'll be setting up for a Carly and Nina battle with Nell being Nina's daughter and that makes for great drama too but I think it would be even better if Willow was in fact her daughter like we all really suspected from the start you know back when Michelle Stafford was in the role and there was just that intense hatred and battle between them and Nell because then you got so many different dynamics between Will I mean Nina trying to accept two daughters and then one that's like a psychopath but then you have you know Willow trying to accept their harmony is not her mother when they're trying to repair their relationship and then you have her like a person that she absolutely hates Nell is her sister that's just great drama great soapy drama so I hope that it goes that route and that there's more to the story so speaking of drama so Trina I love her and I've said that before and she's been getting more shine but then when you get more shine that leaves it open for more haters and more criticism people are mad and frustrated with her character and they're trying to like slander her on the boards I'm on slipcentral.com by the way that's my main board so anyway my thing is why aren't we letting Trina act her age this girl is still a teenager your frontal lobe your brain is not fully developed until you're 25 and this is the first time she slipped up you know like let her be her age let her have the full expression and range of human emotions whether it's perfect or not allow her that space allow her to have that and like I said I mean again she's a kid still she's not going to handle things perfectly and she's shown that she can be mature and more so than her peers let her have a moment where she falls we're not infallible none of us are let her not be perfect you know let her be flawed and don't hold her to standards that you wouldn't hold others to you know that's kind of my thing for it so I don't like the Trina hate like yeah she's getting my nerves how she's grading at Curtis and how she showed up to Curtis and Jordan's home and everything of that nature but again kid people kid it's I mean like look at Sam she's a grown woman with like <laughs> two kids 
and she's like throwing tantrums because she can't be with her boyfriend like come on you know so think of it in that perspective compared to that case so wrapping up my gh talk curtis and portia so when curtis was given the background of the whole tj jordan him and his brother thomas and then sean thing that was so foreshadowing that portia was around to hear it and hear the whole baby daddy story and the paternity secret and all that it was so foreshadowing trina is definitely going to be curtis's daughter and that was definitely setting up for it and i'm actually excited for this i'm interested in seeing curtis have a daughter and i'm interested in seeing his dynamic with portia play out like i said another reason i'm glad tj is home is because i'm just over jordan i'm over her with that whole storyline so she can go on the lace side as far as i care all right so now we're going to jump into young and the restless chat to be quite honest i'm feeling so uninspired when it comes to young and the restless i feel like i mean no matter what and whatever problems you have with mal young i feel like the show is kind of better under his tenure there was more action there was more intrigue more storylines that kind of drew your attention i've just been so uninspired lately and there's just not been much going on you have a lot of rehashing of the same old same old like with phyllis and nick how many times are they going to get together and throw each other on blocks and walls and desks and whatever and have sex like we get it you have this intense crazy passion okay cool been there done that what would be more innovative is to see a whole shift in nick where he's just happy being single and in his own being that would be a shift or giving both of them a new love interest and just starting anew that would be more interesting to me that would be more intrigued than the same old wash rinse repeat and i'm not gonna lie i also don't like nick and phyllis together because i'm a sharon nick fan even though i don't think she should be with nick for a long time and i'm cool with her and ray right now um, i like sharon and ray better when they first started dallying with each other but you know i still i'm still cool with them but yeah maybe like you know when the show ends sharon and nick can be in game and get back together then but in the meantime no i would really just like to see nick stand on his own and just really forge a new path i was interested when dark horse started because it was something new and something refreshing but they just did away with all of that but i would really just like to see something different and then that brings me to the whole adam chelsea Alyssa storyline i honestly haven't really tuned into it because i'm so tired of the adam versus victor thing another i'm tired of it rinse wash repeat let's do something new i would like to see adam and victor really bond and even more crazy i would like to actually see nick and adam bond or you know adam and victoria or even adam and abby i want to see actual family dynamics between them and not just the same old same old i want something new give something to viewers to tune in that'll make them say oh you know what let me see where this is going and they've thrown hints of it we've seen moments where you know adam and victor seemed like they were gonna get back together and that sounds so weird sound like they were gonna have a great father-son relationship finally but that didn't happen and then when justin hartley was still um adam you know him and nick they started to bond and i like that that was something refreshing and that's what i want to see give us something new not the tried and true because eventually the tried isn't so true anymore so there's that so then jumping into theo kyle summer and lola not a fan of the quad and i actually really liked lola when she first came on and then of course kind of like with trina on gh the more you see her they start doing things that damage the character but i feel like for lola it's not something that she can necessarily come back from the way she was acting about the purse and just with kyle 24 7 it ruined their relationship for a lot of viewers and i can't be mad at that i thought they were so cute had so much chemistry in the beginning but yeah i mean a bad pen and paper it can really do some damage 
But for me, Kyle really loved Lola. And he wasn't caring about Summer when she was chasing. He hated being married to her. Like, soon as he could. He couldn't even stay married to her for the time that he said that year. He just jumps and ran to Lola. And it's like, you know, they had... Some people say, like, oh, he wants something new, something strange. Well, Lola and Kyle had sex before they got married. So, if that was the case, he didn't have to marry her. And so, it's just a stark, like, contrast from what we've been seeing, like, over the last year and a half. So, now him not really caring that much about Lola and just all engrossed in Summer again. Now, I mean, him and Summer, they have a very rich, deep-layered history. I get that. And I think he was always going to have feelings for her. I'm not doubting that or saying that part's crazy. But just the abrupt shift, you know? Like, that sort of thing. And then, even with Lola, there's an abrupt shift. She was all, you know, virginal and saving herself. And then, all of a sudden, she's like, you know what? No. Let me go ahead and have sex with Kyle. And it was just like, that wasn't her. And then, she became kind of a vixen-like thing. And it's like, okay. But now, I see her kind of shifting back into it and her taking things slow with Theo. That's more original Lola, in a way. But I'm not a fan of Theo, to bring him up. And... I'm okay with Summer now, but I, you know, for the most part, I haven't been a fan of her character, even since she was a little girl. But back to Theo, I'm not a fan. I don't see why he's on the show. I don't see why they made him like an honorary abbot and tied him to Dina. It just feels unnecessary. What they're trying to do with this quad, they're not doing in the way that they think they are or they hope they are. There's no intrigue. And it's like, again, you have to build up for the next generation. And we see the vets being sidelined. And I'll get into that in a minute. But yeah, you have to build up that entry. You have to build up the next generation. Make them interesting. Make them pop. Make people want to tune in. Make them want to see. And they're not doing that. They're boring to me. To the point where I miss seeing the vets. I miss seeing Victor in action. Him just sitting on the couch, you know. That isn't interesting or cool to me. It's He's been, like, neutered. Like, I don't like it. And even Jack. Like, I want to see him in straight-up business mode. Not, you know, playing peacemaker between Theo and Kyle or just sitting there at home and I love the Dina storyline I love Dina the actress who plays her those storylines engross me but I just want more for Jack and he's been having a lot of scenes with Jill lately it makes people think are they going to get back together yes or no I mean I would be cool with that though honestly when they were flirting with the idea of Jack and Lauren I was more for that but yeah I just want more for all of the vets I definitely want more for Jack and I want more for Victor and I would also like to see Jack winning for a while and I don't want to see that whole tried and true, you know, Jack versus Victor thing. We can let that go. That can go away. So speaking of Abbott, let's talk Billy. So now Billy's working at Chancellor with Lily. Now, what happened to that job that he had that we didn't really know if it was a real job or not, if he was making it up back when he was with Victoria, like <laughs> that remote job, or whatever. I don't know. Was that real? And then I feel like that whole like inner dialogue thing where he was talking to himself and chewing gum, like, I don't know, like. What happened with all that? I feel like it was kind of lost in the sauce. Like, what happened to that storyline? But I mean, anyway, now he's working with Lily. And it seems like they may be pairing them. But I'm kind of like, well, is the actress, Crystal Khalil, is she back full time now or not? I know she, like, moved to, like, Canada, Toronto. And she has, like, a yoga thing that she teaches on the side because she's certified now. In the beginning, I wanted to see, I was interested in Lily and Billy. But that was before he was being thrown more into Amanda's orbit. Billy is a hot mess. I know it. And logically, in real life, I wouldn't want someone with such a hot mess. But in real, like, R-E-E-L life, I do want to see Billy and Amanda. I feel like they have such passion. And they spark together. And they had that real slow build. And you got to see them form a real friendship. They got to 
bare their souls to each other. They were there for each other in some of the darkest times. And I just really feel like they should be explored and layered. And of course, like she was on a date with Nate. And so, you know, Billy looked a little jealous. So maybe they'll circle back to that remains to be seen. But I'm team of Millie all the way. That's just how I am. And I'm also just team Michelle Morgan. I adore her. And when she was written off as Hillary, I was absolutely devastated. And I was so excited to hear that she was back. So I'm just for whatever she's got going on. I'm going to support either way. But yeah, that's who I prefer. But right now they're testing her with Nate. And while Nate's a handsome guy, he just doesn't spark for me. They don't spark. I mean, they're cute, the smiles and everything. They're not bad, but they're just not it. Like, they don't have that same spark, that same chemistry, that same range as a couple. They don't have that layered dialogue. Like, Billy knew so much more about her that Nate's, like, just finding out later on. And it's like, okay, why can't you be with the person who you could bear your soul to from the jump? Instead of someone who finds out bits and pieces as they go. And I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of the coupling. And for me, I don't even see why they recast Nate because I don't see a difference between him and currently and then the former portrayer. Like, it just doesn't spark. But in the end, though, I actually saw my chemistry with the original Nate um, from a year or so ago before this recast when Michelle Morgan was still playing Hillary. But we'll see where things go. But I'm also curious because they're throwing her more and more with Devon. Are we going to see a shift? Is it all just steps to a Havon, I don't know what it'd be called now, um, reunion. Because when she, it was weird that she was like telling him, I'm going to date Nate, I'm going on a date with Nate. Like, why are you telling him? That's none of his business. That's none of his concern. And y'all are cool. So there shouldn't be any drama. But also, when she walked away, Devon made a face. And, you know, Elena, she's been making faces too. Like when she sees Devon and Amanda you know interacting with each other so are we, is it like stepping stools like are we gonna do you know a billion amanda then a nate and amanda then ultimately get to end game devon and amanda i don't know and you know given that brighton and britney the actress who plays elena and the actor who plays devon are dating in real life i don't really see them breaking up the couple but then again you know that doesn't have a bearing because victoria and jt they got back together on the show but i think they're divorced in real life so there's that who would I prefer to see? Okay. We already know Nate and Amanda are at the bottom. But then when it comes to Billy and Amanda versus Devon and Amanda, I love Devon when he was with Hillary. So, like, I hope I don't have to choose between Billy and Amanda and Devon and Amanda. Because I don't know. I don't know. They both spark for me. But I think I would want to see her in something new. So, I think, you know, I would choose her with Billy. But nostalgia and original pairing with Devon, man, still sparks, still chemistry. And I feel Elena sparks more with Nate. I don't know, just my opinion. So anyways, that wraps up this bonus episode of Soap Opera Chat. I hope you loved it. I hope you enjoyed it. Please share it with your friends. Send a link. Tweet about it. And I'll keep it going. All right. See y'all later. Bye.